today we have another town taster. Yes, we're off to Kangaroo Ground today and we're going to be talking to Craig Maskell from Fletcher's about Kangaroo Ground. You're listening to Real Estate Right. Top experts talk about how to buy, sell, rent and invest right. Your host is Sue Langda. In northeast Melbourne, between Watsons Creek and Warrandyte North, is the rural district of Kangaroo Ground. Kangaroo Ground is 26 kilometres from Melbourne in the Shire of Nilambulk. It has a population of 1,095 people, with most residents living on large allotments of 8 to 15 hectares, with hobby farms being highly popular. It is the third place we take you to as a part of our Town Taster series in 2021. Kangaroo Ground is known for its scenic landscape, quiet life and proximity to the Yarra Valley's famous wineries. It attracts day trippers who drive into town as they explore the region with a must stop at the iconic general store and a visit to the War Memorial Park. In its humble beginnings, a town survey was never conducted which inhibited the formation of a village. This is still evident today as you arrive in town and see only a few buildings that make up the town centre. Kangaroo ground was inhibited by the Wurundjeri people before the first settlers arrived in 1841. James and Isabella Donaldson arrived from Scotland and purchased one square mile or 258.6 hectares of land with their first house being a bark hut. They were older, so employed tenant farmers to cultivate the land and these farmers were all Scottish immigrants who went on to purchase land and establish the town. So why the name Kangaroo Ground? The land was considered one of the richest in the early history of Victoria and covered in kangaroo grass, which of course attracted a large number of kangaroos. The term kangaroo ground was coined by William Ryrie, but was first formally recorded by Robert Hoddle in his diary when he wrote, crossed a creek nearly dry and entered some forest land distant from Melbourne called kangaroo grounds. It abounds in kangaroos, hence its name. The Wurundjeri people would have cleared the land by fire to keep certain areas of land as productive open country for breeding places for animals or plants. There are, in fact, many kangaroo grounds around Australia. Kangaroo Ground Primary School is the only school in town and has an enrolment of 203 students. It is a co-educational school located at 10 Graham Road. It was established in 1853 and has retained heritage-listed buildings which remain as an important resource 
for the school, now being used as an arts and science building. It also holds the Andrew Ross Museum, named after the first teacher in Kangaroo Ground. The primary school is a member of the NEST group of local schools and they combine their resources to offer a range of additional opportunities for their students on top of an extensive curriculum which includes instrumental music lessons, a chess program and Italian for their language. The school also offers a market garden and student cooking facilities. Kangaroo Ground doesn't have its own secondary college, but students attend high school in the nearby suburbs of Eltham, Warrandyte or Diamond Valley. It does, however, have a preschool which offers three-year-old and four-year-old groups and out-of-school hours care in conjunction with Kangaroo Ground Primary School. In terms of public transport, there is no train line to Kangaroo Ground, with the nearest train station being at the nearby suburb of Eltham. Kangaroo Ground is serviced by the combined 578 and 579 bus routes that run from Warrandyte through to Eltham via Kangaroo Ground and Research, which runs as late as 9pm at night. The only church in Kangaroo Ground is the Presbyterian Church, established back in 1842, when the Reverend Peter Gunn arrived from Scotland to run services for the town. It is one of the only few buildings on the main road through Kangaroo Ground and is close to the primary school and across the road from the general store. Services are run every Sunday at 9.30am. Kangaroo Ground is home to five wineries and forms part of the Yarra Valley Wine District. Behind the church at 15 Graham Road, you'll find Kings of Kangaroo Ground Winery, which incorporates the Kangaroo Ground Post Office. It is open daily from Monday to Friday with cellar door and tastings available on Saturdays. A popular venue in Kangaroo Ground is Masaro's, located at 360 Eltham Yarra Glen Road, a winery offering Italian, Mediterranean cuisine and famous wood-fire pizza. It is known locally as a great function venue, offering lunch and dinner with great views across to Melbourne CBD. Kangaroo Ground is also home to Eagle Ridge Estate, East Hill Estate, Watson's Creek Wines and a gorgeous wedding venue called Inglewood Estate. Visitors to Kangaroo Ground like to pay a visit to the War Memorial Park. Built on the highest hill on Eltham Yarra Glen Road, you can't miss the large tower as you make your way to this tourist attraction. It was built in 1926 and is still used as a fire spotting tower in the summer. From high up on the hill, you are treated to 360-degree views of Melbourne from the viewing platform. There is historical information boards, picnic facilities and gardens to enjoy. Of historical importance to the town is the General Store, which was established back in 1891. It's the go-to for takeaway food, coffee, grocery items and DVD hire. There is also historical information and large murals on the property. Other great places to visit while in Kangaroo Ground is the Marunda Aqueduct, which you will find just out of the town as you head towards Eltham 
offering a walking and bike trail and the Pretty Hill Reserve, located at 105 Graham Road in Kangaroo Ground, a popular destination for dog walking and to spot a bit of wildlife. Now, we're on to Craig Maskell from Fletcher's. Craig Maskell is here today to give us the real estate agent's perspective on Kangaroo Ground. Craig has had the privilege of selling lifestyle properties throughout the Diamond Valley for 20 years and is the director of Fletcher's Real Estate in Eltham. Welcome, Craig. How are you? Yeah, very good. Thank you. And yeah, thanks for inviting me uh, on today's show. So I really appreciate it. Well, good. Thank you for being here. Um, So Craig, there doesn't seem to be a lot of property available in Kangaroo Ground. Is it really that tightly held? Ever since I've re, uh, remembered, it has always been very tightly held. Um, we find that at any given time, there's only a handful of property on the market um, throughout the whole year. So uh, just to give you a bit of an insight, um, if I look at last year's statistics, um, mm. we only had 21 reported sales for Kangaroo Ground for the year. And, and uh, some of your listeners might have said, that might have been because of COVID, um, but yeah. um, that's not the case. If we go back the year before, 2019, there was only 18. So um, oh, wow. so just that really gives you a really good insight as to, I guess, how tightly how Kangaroo Ground is at, is at any given time. Yeah. Yes, it sounds very exclusive, doesn't it? It is, it is, yeah. So and look, when I first started real estate back 20 years ago, um, I remember it, it being very much so, you know, there was a real mm. demand for for that type, you know, for people to get into kangaroo ground, but um, yeah, just throughout the years, it's just that they'd hardly come up um, for sale. To be fair, so yeah. yeah. So, in saying that, are there any rental properties in kangaroo ground? Yeah, look, there is rental properties, but I'd say they're few and far between. D- demand is certainly very healthy for rentals out there, um, but what mm. I find is, um, in my experience, that most people that we speak to. Um, uh, looking to purchase with the view to live there, um, so become yeah. owner occupiers. So, um, and that's not to say it would make a great sort of area to invest in, but we're just finding mm-hmm. that um, uh, as a whole, people are more living you know, purchasing there with the view to live for, for many many years, as opposed for as as opposed to investment um, type arrangements. Yeah. So, um, but when we do get them, um, they do lease out, but um, and very quickly, um, but. Mm. As a whole, yeah, um, it's it's more sales driven out that way. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, what really attracts people to Kangaroo Ground? That's a really good question. Um, what I find is uh, with uh, Kangaroo Ground, it's that lifestyle that it offers everyone, and it's actually, if you look at it, um, it's the gateway to the Yarra Valley. Um, so um, yeah. you do sort of find that um, it's that sort of very first suburb, so to speak, where it's that rural type living, you've got acreage properties. Um, mm-hmm. So as you're going through Altham and then research, then it opens up to, to Kangaroo Ground. So that's sort of your first sort of suburb. If you, yeah, if you look at as far as um, uh, acreage is, you know, it becomes available to, to consumers. Yes. So, um, and the great thing too is, um, you know, no one property is the same. Yeah, they're all different styles. They all have different character. You have your contemporary, you have um, your earthy type homes, your mud bricks, um, your architectural style homes, your, you know, your modern design, mm-hmm. different types of land. Some of them are, are pasture, some of them are, are more your rural type or, the, or a mix between the two. So um, it's got a really good um, blend of properties and and, um, and it just offers a diverse mix as far as um, you know, what people are looking for. So, yeah, it's a, it's a really great right. area. Yeah. Yeah. So what type of people actually move to Kangaroo Ground? Are they 
professionals? Are they hippies? What's what are we talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, I, I find most um, we find that uh, most people are looking at uh, family buyers. So those looking mm-hmm. to um, either like a, a bit of a tree change. Um, so those mm-hmm. already have very young kids or teenage or even teenagers. Um, but the people we do meet are looking to purchase their second or third family home. Um, so, um, and we find that um, it's a great area for people to bring up their kids or their families. Um, but we do get, I mean, we do get people that are looking at from that lifestyle as well. So we do get people that um, they might not have the family, but um, but are looking for something, you know, that's going to be a bit more of a weekender, so to speak. Um, and they tend to come from those suburbs, uh, the inner city suburbs. Um, I actually was just speaking to a gentleman yesterday and um, he's coming from Hawthorne and um, he's wanting to specifically get into kangaroo ground. Um, mm. So, um, so we do find that there's a lot of people from those sort of um, those types of suburbs. A lot of people from Brunswick as well, and those that particular yeah. sort of area. So, um, you know, those alternative type people that um, uh, want that lifestyle and and want a bit more space. Um, and uh, so, yeah. we do find there's a bit of a trend from that particular corridor as well, looking to come out to Kangaroo Ground. Yeah, sounds good. So, price ranges. What kind of price ranges can we see in Kangaroo Ground? Yeah, look, your entry level uh, these these days is you're going to have to be over a million. Um, yeah. But um, and what I will say is most properties that we're sort of seeing range between that say one a bit over one two and it goes up from there. Um, we um, find that the the median sale price at this point in time is around one point seven six. Um, interestingly yeah. enough, um, our company set two records last year uh, through COVID mm-hmm. as far as um, sale prices are concerned. We sold one for. Um, well into the, uh, well well over three million, um, wow. and uh, and then we sold that was that was that set a record then, and then later yeah. that year, um, so nearing Christmas, we sold another one um, for over five million. Oh, so um, yeah, so but look, you don't see too many of those types of properties come come up, but most sort of tend to to um, be around that you know that one two one three and up to heading toward the two mil mark is yeah. the general sort of area where you can find a property. Yeah. Yes, it still sounds really expensive to a lot of people out there, doesn't it? Yeah, look, it is. Yeah, well, it is for me. So, <laughs> no, but it is expensive. But um, you know, uh, I, I find most people are willing. If they, I mean, obviously, if their budgets allow, are willing to to purchase the property with, as I said, with the view to stay there for quite some time. So it's more of a, a long term um, arrangement. Is a lot of people sort of actively looking for kangaroo ground, or are they more looking at other suburbs and then they sort of stumble across it? No, it is a, um, a a suburb that people specifically um, want to live in. Therefore, mm. um, we find most people don't just tend to start. In fact, I'd say pretty much all people don't tend to stumble across it, unless you're coming mm. from an outer area and you're looking in an area like Altham Research, um, Warrandyte, then you would stumble across it if you're not really familiar with these parts. But I find most people are, um, uh, are right across what Kangaroo has to offer as far as the suburbs concerned. And um, yeah, yeah. As, as always, as said, going back 20 years ago when I first started real estate, there's always been an in-demand suburb from from back then. So people that yeah. are um, wanting to, um, if there's no property available, they often call our office or call me direct and, and wanting to leave their details in the instance of something, if we're aware of something about to come up so they can be alerted. So we do have a lot of people that specifically request for that suburb and want to leave their mm-hmm. details um, if something come, becomes available. And even um, if there's like off-market opportunities, because sometimes we do them um, mm-hmm. where vendors don't want to go down the path of an advertising campaign. So that's why they also leave that, you know, their details in case something like that presents itself. 
Um, but all, all, it's the waiting list, isn't it? Yeah, well, yeah, it doesn't happen that often. The off-market stuff yeah. um, out there, but um, but it's just the you know they don't want to miss out type of thing, you know. So um, they just mm. want to yeah um, yeah. So we find most leave their details if there's nothing available. So um, no, it's not not a case yeah. where you know the people stumble across it. Yeah, it's it's just very much in demand. Yeah, makes sense that they'd leave their details because yeah because of the demand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like at any given time, yeah. um, uh, there's probably only like two, three, four properties available for sale at any given time mm. um, yeah, throughout the year. Many. No. So, um, and because <laughs> the and, uh, another statistic, the meeting days on marketing kangaroo ground is 11. Oh, wow. Yeah. So when That's they come on, on the market, they tend to get snapped up pretty quickly. Yeah. So in saying that, like what makes kangaroo different to that of, say, Eltham or Diamond Creek? Yeah, look, I, I, I find it's, it's – well, the lifestyle, not that those, don't, uh, those other suburbs don't offer a particular type of lifestyle, but um, it's that rural-type living it offers, that, mm. that, life, that, that, that balance of, of having easy access to all your amenities, like your shops, your public transport, your schools, and you have the benefits of accessing those townships, be it Diamond Creek or Altham, because they're only around the corner. Mm. But, um, but it's having that, 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 that lifestyle balance where you've got the benefits of having um, that rural-type living, you're on big land, but you're so close to everything. Um, you're only 26 mm. k's approximately from the CBD, so um, so you're still relatively close, and um, and that's what we find that draws in that you know people wanting to buy in that particular suburb. Yeah, that's good. Are there any unexpected uh, surprises you could find in Kangaroo Ground? Yeah, look, um, one thing as far as the locals are concerned is very popular is the Kangaroo Ground um, War Memorial Park and Tower. So yeah, yeah, so people quite often make the you know the journey there to to have a bit of a look at and there's a big a big tower that people can, can walk up and it has a beautiful outlook of mm-hmm. um, the rolling hills and the, and the city skyline. So that's quite popular. Okay. Um, there are um, yeah, a few yeah. restaurants there as well and there are some really um, fantastic wineries. Um, as I said, being the gateway of um, the Arrow Valley um, starts yeah. to open up um, to, to wineries in that particular suburb too. So there's plenty of um, options as far as that's concerned. So, yeah, that would be the, the I guess, the unexpected surprises as far as what ground has yeah. to offer. Sounds good. Now, there's a little pocket on the Yarra River that used to be called Kangaroo Ground South but has had a name change in 2000 to call, be called the Bend of Islands. Um, I had to write some copy a couple of years ago for a property there and I had no idea that it existed. So what's so special about this little township? Yeah, look, it's a lovely little pocket. Um, it has a lot of um, those uh, homes we're talking about, um, probably more so, more that rustic, earthy style homes um, there, yeah. and, and like your mud brick style mm-hmm. homes. Um, it's very rural mm-hmm. as far as um, quite dense, mm-hmm. as far as um, that sort of uh, that bush type living. Um, you don't have the pasture type yeah. um, uh, properties uh, or, or land that you would um, have in other parts of Kangaroo Ground, for example. Uh, but it's also yeah. renowned and, and very well known for being very protective of its native wildlife and, su- and surrounds. So what that means is residents yeah. who live there are prohibited to have pets like cats and dogs there. Wow. Yeah. So if you you're, if you love your pets, um, you're not going to be able to, to to reside there. But yeah, they're very protective of um, of uh, yeah the na- native wildlife there yeah. and surrounds. So. So does that mean that instead of having your own pets, you can be, you know, looking out for koalas and a Kidnas and kangaroos and and wallabies. Yeah, you, you've most yeah. certainly come across them. Absolutely, no, no question about that. Um, 
Yeah, but um, yeah, and that's always it's it's always been the case there. So yeah, if if you if you have if you're wanting to get into that mm. particular pocket and you have pets, you, you're unable yeah. to bring them along with you. They're just yeah, yeah very strict. So that's one interesting fact, but probably a lot of people wouldn't really know about um, the Benavales. Yeah, it's 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 one of those strange suburbs that you just don't come across that often, and obviously there wouldn't be that many property sales in there either, would there? No, in fact, they're, they're less again. If we were mm. to look at the stats I re- relayed to you about kangaroo ground in general, yeah. you know, you'd be lucky to see maybe one or two of those pop up in, in that particular pocket throughout the year. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that, that, that is very, um, very rare to yeah. find a property there. Thanks for coming on, Craig. So how can listeners get in contact with you to help them buy property in their kangaroo ground area? Yeah, look, you can um, contact me direct on uh, my mobile on 0411-950-052 and, um, yeah, happy to, to help out any way that you can. So um, and if you can't get hold of me, just leave a message and I'll most certainly get back to you and we'll do what we can to help you find a property. Awesome. So thanks again, Craig, for joining us today on the podcast. Now we're going to find out what the locals think about Kangaroo Ground. Today we're talking to Pastor Stephen Kilner from the Presbyterian Church of Victoria in Kangaroo Ground and he's going to tell us about the community of Kangaroo Ground. So how are you Stephen? I'm very good, thank you. That's good. Is there a sports community or um, music community in Kangaroo Ground? So there's only really four main attractions in Kangaroo Ground and yeah. one of them is the tennis club. Okay. Um, which we're heavily involved with. So my son plays tennis um, on a Friday and a Saturday night, both mm-hmm. into the back competitions. Uh, my son Samuel, that is, my yeah. oldest. So my young son Taylor too, he's nine. He also um, is involved with the tennis club as well. But he's at the moment because of his age, he's just getting lessons and... Um, yeah. So yeah, they're both very involved with the with the tennis. Um, now, apart from that, I don't can't think you've got the tennis, you've, um, tennis club. You've got the general store. You've got the church. Yeah. And you've got the winery. There's not much else outside that I can think of. So there is there is things around in Kangaroo Ground. Um, I often go for walks up to. The, you've got the War Memorial Park. Yeah. Great views up there. Yeah, great views up there. I've um, even had some church services up there when we weren't allowed to meet. Um, inside, yeah, um, and the church is a great place. Got some beautiful views. There's also a lot of history yeah. you can read about Kangaroo Ground and its roots up there. So, nice. yeah, and it's an incredible um, 360 view from the tower as well. Mm. And that road, which which the tower is off, is one of the most beautiful roads as you drive into Eric Glen that you'll ever see. Oh, really? Beautiful, picturesque views. Um, so I recommend if you're up this way to take the plunge and to drive down there as well. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. So that's the road towards Yarra Glen. The road towards Yarra Glen. Yeah. Okay, must have to give that a go. Yeah, so how's the church? Is it like how big is your, communi- uh, your congregation or your community there? Is it? Um, so the congregation is about 30 or 40. It's yeah. A small, it's, a, it's like a big family. Yeah, um, nice. Before last year, but the, just with the lockdown and all the coronavirus stuff, it sort of took a bit of a hit. Yeah. On the trip, few elderly people that are understandably so a bit reluctant yeah. um, to come back. Um, but it's a unique mix. So we've got a lot of um, elderly, but we've also got some young families. Okay. As well, some nice. of which have come from school. So I would say a church is like a big family. Yeah. It's like a big family sort of a gathering every week. 
Yeah. And it's really nice. It's a nice feel. We, we, we love each other. We support each other. Yeah. We always have lots of fun tea service and most people hang around and chat. Um, so it's a really unique little community and I feel really privileged and honoured to be a part of it. Yeah, as you should. So um, do you do many community activities as well within the church? Like would you have... Yeah, so what we did yeah. pre, again, everything pre-lockdown. Yeah. <laughs> we used to run two community markets a year. So we ran one, for example, on the... Um, uh, in that it's about December, it was like a Christmas twilight yeah. market. We ran Mother's Day markets, and what we generally do is get about twenty to twenty-five storeholders mm-hmm. and set up around the church car park in a, in a bit of a U shape. We have also um, we also have coffee vans and food vans, and we just try and reach out into the community in that way. I feel our area people love their markets in our area. There's yeah. a lot of markets aren't they? Got um, you've got the one um down the road past Patton Hills as yeah. Andrew. And there's quite a few markets, so we feel like it's a unique opportunity as a church to, to run to run markets. We 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 produce our own stuff as well. We have like jams and cakes and stuff, and we just find that the board's been very well attended. It's a unique opportunity to have an impact in our community. Yeah, and we've always very well supported. Sounds um, good. That's sort of what's probably our main way we can try and connect into the community. Yeah. We've opened up the church as well so people can walk through mm-hmm. what we're doing and so yeah that's yeah that's something we want to get going again. Mm-hmm. Um, again we've got to keep our checks and balances with sort of COVID and make yeah. sure we're yeah that, it's that's hard isn't it? It's hard doing the juggle. It, it, like you want to yeah, yeah. you want to yeah. organize things and you just don't know when it's gonna happen. I'd say well, I'd say you'd be yeah. pretty safe doing a Christmas one this year. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, good and you know it's definitely a, a great you know, connection between between the two facilities like the community and the church as you said so yeah absolutely um i'd like to say although kangaroo ground is a very it's a high socioeconomic area and yeah. it's very it's the people themselves are very very friendly and yeah down to earth the school community like we quite often the mothers get together and have catch-ups and Everyone chats with each other after school and there's, there's play dates galore and yeah. it's a really close-knit community. Although it's, if you look at Google Maps, the houses are all far and beyond each other and big mm. properties. It's not reflective of the people themselves. Yeah. Um, very, very community-orientated. Um, they're very supportive. They're very loving, very caring. And they're all just, we're all just really good friends. And yeah. I think that's important that when you come into Kangaroo Ground to bear in mind that although it's Aquan, although it's a high socioeconomic area, some yeah. areas don't reflect that in who the people are, but in Kangaroo Ground, the people are very, very friendly. Yeah. Um, so I just think that was, that's an important thing. To oh, definitely. Say. You want you want to have that down-to-earth, grounded kind of, you know, community around you. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that that's a, a good way to put Kangaroo Ground. Yeah. Um, yeah. Very so, earthy. Yeah. Now we're talking to Ken King from Kings of Kangaroo Ground Winery and Post Office. What a combination. How are you, Ken? Yes, good morning. I'm, 
I'm feeling particularly well on this reasonably cool autumn morning, but isn't it lovely? It is lovely. I've already been out myself. Um, now, Ken, can you tell us where's a favourite place in Kangaroo Ground to go out for dinner? Uh, look, there are a number of eating places in Kangaroo Ground. Yeah. Uh, only two. <laughs> uh, and that's... Uh, yeah, Masaro's to yeah. the uh, pizza restaurant on, on top of the hill here in Kangaroo Ground. Yeah, nice. And uh, Fondata. Uh, yeah. Fondata's, um, yeah, it was known as Wellers, so a lot of people might remember the Wellers. Okay. Uh, it's, it's sort of fine dining. Yeah. So how long have you been in Kangaroo Ground for? Since 1988. It's a few so years. 33 years. 33 years. Yeah. And um, now what made you um, decide to combine the old post office with winery? Well, what came first was the uh, the dream to grow some grapes. So I okay. bought some land here in Kangaroo Ground, right in the middle of Kangaroo Ground, that's, that's got very good soil. So Kangaroo Ground has been farmed since uh, the 1840s, okay. some of the richest soil in, in Australia. Nice. So uh, Kangaroo Ground has, has always been a farming uh, community. Yeah. Uh, more lifestyle properties now. Uh, so, 1988, I made the decision to buy this uh, block of rundown farmland, knowing it had good soil, mm-hmm. and planted uh, four acres of vines. Uh, followed up ten years later with a winery, yeah, um, a small winery, and the post office came about because uh, uh, it was in the general store, which is across the road, but. The store is getting refitted, yeah. and uh, yeah, basically the post office got squeezed out. So I said, "Okay, bring it across here into the winery." Sounds uh, so. <laughs> what a good uh, combination, though. Yeah, we've got five hundred, uh, five hundred thirty post office boxes, and yeah. there's a constant trickle of customers coming through to uh, collect their mail because yeah. there's no mail deliveries in Kangaroo Ground. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's it's reminiscent of, of a, a real farming community. Yes. Um, so I guess when people go, oh, no, I've got that big bill that's come in, they ask for a bottle of wine at the same time. Oh, well, that's, uh, that's their choice. <laughs> <laughs> but we are, uh, because of the soil, we grow good, good grapes, and yeah. those good grapes uh, turn into good wine. So we are a gold medal winery. Yes, I was going to say, uh, you're, uh, I've heard you're award-winning. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, we go into uh, the boutique wine shows. Yes. Um, and just well, late last year, the Australian New Zealand Boutique Wine Awards, uh, which is for producers of wine uh, less than, I think, 250 tonnes. Uh, that's the definition of boutique. Mm-hmm. Well, we're, we're about 15 tonnes, so we're micro on that scale. Okay. But we were the only winery to come away with two gold medals. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, that's out of Australia and New Zealand. Yeah. Boutique producers. So, yeah, we're pretty happy with that. So do you... Do you do any sort of wine clubs or, you know, get people together and even book clubs and stuff like that within your winery or, or do we? No, look, the, the winery is, it, it really is a tin shed affair. It's well equipped. Yeah. Uh, but we haven't even got uh, space to sit down ourselves. I've only oh, really? every last square inch and, uh, and we haven't put in uh, tourism facilities, so uh, we can't do anything like that. Oh, that's so a shame. People do gather and chat in the car park. I mean, that's uh, it still is. Post <laughs> offices uh, still is the place where people catch up and, gee, haven't seen you for a while and yeah. have a bit of a chit-chat. Um, as as is the CFA, yeah, uh, that's that's a great meeting place. The tennis club, yes, um, 
Yeah, so there's a couple of, uh, well, a few, and the Pony Club, of course. Yeah. Uh, that knit the whole community together. Yeah. It's nice having a diverse sort of um, array of, of activities within a, a small community. It's it's like a village, isn't it? It really is a village. Well, it is, yeah. We've, uh, we've got the school, we've got a primary school, yeah. we've got the CFA, we've got, got, got the church, there's a post office. Uh, it's not a suburb as such, it's quite, quite sprawl, sprawling. Yes. Uh, but it is a focal point. Yeah, nice. It, it's access to the city. Well, nobody wants to drive on peak hour, but no. the access to the city is is really quite good off peak. Yeah. Um, if you know which way to go, there's a, there's actually only two sets of controlled traffic lights between Kangaroo Ground and Hoddle Street. Oh wow! In Collingwood, and Kangaroo Ground sounds like we're right out in the bush, but it's um, you're not really. Where I'm standing now, we're on about a 28-kilometre radius um, yeah. from the GPO, which which puts it actually closer than Baronia. Yeah. Well, you're closer than me, and I'm down in Somerville. We're, I think, right. 55 kilometres to the city, which is, yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> We've got the uh, the East Link, uh, you know, quite an easy drive from here through yeah. Warrandyte. Yeah. And we can get onto the Ring Road through Greensboro. So... Yeah. You know, getting getting around Melbourne, skirting around Melbourne on the freeways is, is pretty easy. So, look, it's a, it's a good location. Yeah. And it's also part of uh, a protected green wedge. So mm. um, it's not going to end up being a suburb because all the block sizes are now limited to minimum subdivision yeah. of, of 20 acres. And, uh, yeah, so they've become lifestyle properties, lots yeah. of horses. Yeah. Uh, so if you want space, go definitely give kangaroo right. ground a go. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 And fresh air. Fresh air, yes. So thanks again to Craig Maskell from Flitch's Real Estate, Pastor Stephen Kilner from the Presbyterian Church of Victoria in Kangaroo Ground, as well as Ken King from Kings of Kangaroo Ground Winery and Post Office. Thank you so much for helping us out today with our podcast about Kangaroo Ground. Now, on Thursday, we are back with our regular episode. Now, this one is a little special. We have Michelle Scott, a well-regarded numerologist, on to talk to us about what characteristics street numbers play in the mystical world and on the characteristics of your home. You'll be surprised how much a street number's energy actually influences your lifestyle. So don't miss it. Real Estate Right is a real copyright production hosted and produced by me, Sue Langada. I would like to thank Podbean for hosting our podcast, Premium Beat for our theme music and Francis Morello for his voiceover. Real Copyright is a leading real estate copywriting service throughout Melbourne. If you would like your property copywritten by Real Copyright, please book your copy through orders at realcopyright.com.au. If you would like us to help create more valuable real estate information for the people of Melbourne in this podcast, contact sue at realestateright.com.au. Thanks for listening to Real Estate Right.